It's Friday, August 2nd, and today I sit down with Jeff Meyer, VP of Solutions from 3Well, and we talk about the three takeaways from the Inspire Conference. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Work Together Better podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. This is Three Wheels' official podcast about enterprise collaboration, how people, process, and technology combine to help organizations, departments, and teams work together better. Hello, I am here with Jeff Meyer, the VP of Solutions for Three Will. How are you doing, Jeff Meyer? I am great, Danny Ryan. VP of Solutions Always for Three Always good to see Will. you and talk to you. <laughs> it's good to be here in person. This is cut number two, right? Now, yes. we were doing it via the internet, and now we're going to be doing it via the same room and uh, all together now. Um, so... Let's do this. We want to follow up from one of those conferences with an I. <laughs> ignite. <laughs> not inspire. Inspire, not ignite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's just be quiet. Start okay, over. let's go. Let's just let's just get let's just get into this. So three takeaways that you have from Inspire, the Inspire Conference. You're shaking your head now. Give me the first takeaway. What do you have for the first takeaway? Danny, um, I think one of the most exciting things I heard about was the uh, Modern Workplace Initiative at Microsoft and how 3Will and other Microsoft partners can participate in that. Uh-huh. And uh, within that, I think that the things that are going on with Microsoft Teams are really exciting. Yeah. It's the fastest growing uh, piece of software that Microsoft has ever released. I was surprised to hear that. And uh, it it's social media integration and ability for uh, companies to uh, work on projects together and share information um, and uh, keep from filling up your uh, inbox uh, in your email. Mm -hmm. um, actually placing the conversations around the documents that you're working on is very powerful. And it seems like there's a lot of opportunity for companies like 3Will to do a lot of development of business applications and surface power apps and power BI type information within Teams. Mm -hmm. um, and it's becoming a very powerful environment for us to build business applications on. So this it's a, uh, so it's taken off as a product. Every lots of discussions about it, and sort of my, inside of Microsoft, sounds like it's very an important topic of discussion. Did you? And um, I guess this there's something I haven't talked to you about. Is this sort of rolling into their scorecard for next year? Was there any discussions? Like, was there just a lot of like this is coming, or was there things that you are they are concretely trying to make happen? Good question. There's a lot of things coming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 3Will has built a lot of applications on SharePoint over the years. And uh, now we can build applications on Teams um, in very much the same fashion that we did that. So um, there's new releases of things that makes Teams easier to navigate uh -huh. um, and new features around voice um, that are all very exciting. And, yes, on their scorecard, it's about Microsoft 365. Okay. And Teams is going to increase consumption for Microsoft folks. Um, and. And that was one of the things that you 
had picked up as uh, Microsoft, you know, one of the things that uh, we do at these conferences is to understand uh, where Microsoft is going over the next couple of years. And I think one of the things besides uh, teams that you picked up on and how it's taking off right now is the transition over to the Microsoft 365 brand, like calling a lot of basically bundling everything up together and and uh, pulling it together into a central brand. I wonder, you know, when I think about this, Tommy and I have been talking about different migrating from different platforms over to Office 365. And one of the things that we came out of it with was how the real competitor with a lot of this stuff is, is Salesforce, how they have a lot of different products that sort of like, and it's the overarching brand that they're competing with them. Um, same thing with Google is that they, a lot of, there's a lot of overlap in how Microsoft is trying to pull together their whole solution, talk about all of what they have to offer underneath this one Microsoft 365 uh, term. Yeah, absolutely right, Danny. Yeah. And we first heard about Microsoft 365 last year at the conference, um, and it was uh, presented to us in the form of a bundle mm -hmm. of uh, different Microsoft uh, uh, pieces of software and, uh, and cloud-based uh, applications. And uh, this year, the message was... Uh, I would say more pronounced on Microsoft 365 and, and not so much about the bundle, but about that these applications and technologies are much more powerful together. You can have Office 365, but if you don't have Windows 10, you don't have Azure AD, you don't have the identity components, um, you have kind of a half-baked solution. And so Microsoft 365, besides being a an attractive price point uh, with the bundle, mm -hmm. it just brings it all to light. I actually, I saw this last year or the year before, and we'll get into number two in a second here, but I, I heard a talk from Chris Capicella where he was talking about why they're moving to Microsoft 365. He was very early on where they were thinking about making this move. It's just, just interesting to see it sort of come into form now. Um, and also as a partner, just thinking about how does, what does that mean to us and, and how we go out and communicate to the world what we do. Number two. Uh, modernization and, uh, as I mentioned, the ability to build business applications. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm referring to in this case is moving current business applications to the cloud. Okay. Some organizations have begun doing that in the last couple of years. Um, in a lot of cases, it's been an edict from the CIO uh, or an order from the CFO that says, let's reduce our costs. Let's get everything into the cloud by a certain date. Let's close the data center. Um, a lot of things were picked up and lifted and shifted into the cloud, but not necessarily redesigned to be uh, leveraging the cloud services. Okay. Um, so as far as cost containment and reducing the costs of running the business, um, I don't think that companies have hit all their goals. So now it's a chance to go back, look at that and say, can we redesign these applications to use Azure services, to use some of the power apps, some of the things that we're seeing in the modern workplace uh, initiative uh, and really reduce our costs by leveraging the cloud. So mm -hmm. if you combine that way of thinking with uh, the end of life for Windows Server 2008, which is coming up in January 2020, and SQL Server 2008, uh, which support was just dropped for that in June, um, there's a lot of things that companies need to do um, right away in order to take advantage of the cloud. Uh, and keep their applications viable and move them into the next generation. So for Three Wheel, that modernization is an opportunity for us to help our customers achieve better results mm -hmm. by using the cloud. 
And so you, now the opportunity is, is even for the ones who've made the move is to perhaps start to take advantage of some of the Azure services that are being put out by Microsoft and perhaps re-architecting what, we're, what's, what they ha currently have to take advantage of some of those new services that are being put up, up and out by Microsoft. You're absolutely right, Danny. Yeah. And, uh, I like it when and there's right. new things coming out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it seems to be. I don't. I can't keep up with all of the yeah. different. Uh, yeah, we we heard a lot of things uh, about predictive analytics, artificial uh -huh. intelligence, Internet of Things, uh, edge computing, uh, kind of the new definition of hybrid computing, which mm -hmm. is that there can be a lot of technology in your automobile or in your desktop or in devices in your manufacturing facility. They do some of the compute, but the data and the analytics all happen up in the cloud through Azure services. Um, again, I think another opportunity for Three Wheel and Microsoft partners to really leverage the power of the cloud and, mm -hmm. and do things that companies maybe hadn't even thought of doing in the past because they didn't have those capabilities in their data center. Um, we really see some great opportunities out there. Nice. Number three. Number three, uh, maybe a, a little bit of a partner-centric uh, highlight, but uh, one of the things that came out uh, as an announcement right at the beginning of Inspire um, was the continuation of uh, user uh, rights licensing for Microsoft partners to use Microsoft products in their business um, at no charge based on achieving certain competencies and uh, certifications uh, from Microsoft. And that's something that historically has always been available to Microsoft partners. That's why you become a Microsoft partner, it's, right? It's a big benefit. <laughs> As you know, we run our business on those Microsoft products. And you think about if we had to pay for that, what that might cost. And yeah. uh, historically, those products, uh, Microsoft licensing them to us, mm -hmm. probably didn't cost them a whole lot because... You're running it on your hardware. You're, you're running it on your running hardware. running free software on your Hard, exactly hardware right. and your networks yeah. and your hardware, yeah. And yeah. they could control those costs because yeah. they could kind of estimate out how much software they might grant in a given yeah. year. And now that it's cloud compute and it's consumption, yeah. we give the rights to use it. It's in their cloud. It's in their data center. How many data centers are partners using? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. alone. Um, and uh, we like free consumption. Uh, and so we tend to use it to the max, and mm. uh, that might be in development activities or storage or things like that. And if it's unlimited. Uh, it's hard for Microsoft to contain those costs, so they they were struggling with that, and uh, and they announced, or you know, uh, in the spring that that, that was going to be discontinued yeah. at some point just because of the costs. And uh, right at the beginning of Inspire, they backed off that, reversed that decision, and said, "We we know it's it's hard to to deal with, and it is expensive, but it's a benefit that our partners need yeah. uh, because that's where they learn a lot." to transpose that to client success. I would, it sounds like you know, there were some, lots of discussions around this, but I would, I would prefer like if they're looking to cut, cut those costs is to really make sure that the Microsoft partners are Microsoft partners are re legitimately doing, you know, cause I think a lot of companies just see this as a way of saying, saving some money. Are they truly a Microsoft partner or not? I mean, us, obviously we're a services business. Our lifeblood is, is, is developing um, solutions built on the Microsoft platform. But I know a lot of the companies, I think there was some, there was some article that was out there that I was chuckling about how somebody, how some hair salon had signed up as a Microsoft partner. It's like, no, it's like, no, you're not. You make a, a good point, Danny. And, yeah. and I think that, uh, you know, as they 
reverse this decision yeah. and they go back and give it some yeah. consideration as to how could they better control yeah. the costs. Yeah. I think we'll see some things yeah. come out that, that maybe make some adjustments around that. And it might be that if you're a gold partner, you get access to this much consumption, yeah. a silver partner, maybe a little less. Yeah. So maybe it could be balanced against what's your contribution to Microsoft's success. Yep. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, that that would make a whole lot of sense. Um, And yeah, I think it's it's been a it's been a great benefit for us. But um, yeah, I think what what we're running up against here is probably somebody within Microsoft saying we have you know twenty thousand trying to raise the number of partners that they have because the partner ecosystem think they think it looks better having a higher number, but in actuality having a smaller set of really good, competent partners is what the focus should be on. Somebody shouldn't have a KPI driven around the number of partners. It should be around the quality of partners that are out there. What, good do, point. I, what do I know? <laughs> but yeah, I, that's what point. I would, I, I just normally when stuff like this comes out, it's like it's the issue is with the system mm-hmm. and somebody is probably, you know, they're trying to drive the numbers, see how many new partners they have signed up, but really you need to make sure that the quality partners that you need. Yeah, as a partner, we're just happy that the dialogue is continuing. Yeah, um, you know, I'm sure that there's a balance uh, yeah. somewhere to be found in the future. Yeah. But uh, at least uh, we're not going to get shut off from the yeah. ability to use those tools because they're very important to our business. Yep, 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 yep. I agree. I agree. Maybe just to wrap up here, what other stuff did you walk besides? Um, it being a great week hanging out with Bruce. Uh, yeah. What, what else yeah. are you taking well, away from Bruce's that? first uh, uh, trip oh. to the Microsoft Partner Conference. Did you hold his hand I the whole time? I believe it was my 19th <laughs> annual visit to that. Uh, so I'm a good tour guide. My goodness. And uh, uh, I think uh, Bruce was amazed at how many partners from all over the world come to this conference. Yeah. And how many folks are dedicated to you know, using Microsoft tools and solutions to mm-hmm to drive successful outcomes for clients. And that's real exciting in itself. I'll, I'll quote uh, uh, Bill Gates. Uh, Satya Nadella told a great story one day in one of his keynotes. Uh, he had demonstrated uh, the SQL hyperscale technology that's that's new and, and upcoming uh, from Microsoft uh, and that gives SQL server services the ability to be scaled, um, you know, in, a, in an almost infinite fashion and it's pretty exciting yeah he said he got an email from bill gates uh, a couple days later during the conference and he said when i get an email from bill gates i get a little nervous and uh, a little curious he says because usually there's lots of suggestions on how i can run the business better and uh, he said he opened up the email from bill and bill commented about the sql hyperscale demo and he said wow and, nice. and Satya said, that's the first time I've ever heard Bill Gates say, wow. <laughs> so nice. I would nice. say that that was a theme uh, in general. Yeah. Um, I, I also heard right after Inspire, uh, Microsoft announced their results for the fourth quarter in their great. year. Yeah. yeah, they were a billion dollars over expectations in their in their revenue. Uh, $33.7 in revenue. Jeez. They were expected to report around $32.8. A billion more is a lot. And uh, I don't know if you listen to Jim Cramer, Mad Money, uh, The Street, uh, but he raved for 45 minutes about Satya Nadella and what he's done for the organization uh, since he took charge. And you don't hear Jim, you hear Jim Cramer rave, but you don't hear him talk about good things necessarily. Um, And uh, he said, wow, too. Uh, so, so wow was the theme. And as I yeah. said, I've been there about 19 years, I think. I'm approaching 20. 
And uh, I must say that I would agree with that chant. Wow, awesome. That's uh, good to hear. Pretty exciting things. We saw a lot of things around HoloLens uh, and uh, mixed reality. Uh, they put Satya Nadella inside a Minecraft game, and he was able to walk around within the game and interact. Uh, that was really pretty neat. I thought you, I thought you were going to say you, they put him inside of a Minesweeper game. I was yeah. like, oh, this could no, go Now he's walking around on this stage, and he's uh -huh. got the HoloLens on, but we're seeing what he's seeing, and he's uh -huh. actually in the game interacting. He nice. can touch things and see things and, and things like that. And uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, thank you for doing this. Thanks for leading up our partnership with Microsoft and other partners. And I appreciate you heading out there and keeping things going and excited about the next year and our relationship with Microsoft. Thanks for leading that up, Jeff. Thanks, Danny. I appreciate the opportunity to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.